0: the share of vancouver podcast a safe space for bipoc lgbtq individuals and allies we are two queer south asian women who are on a mission to highlight and celebrate queer folks and allies in our community
1: our intention is to normalize tear down societal norms and provide representation we hope to build community by sharing our stories and experiences with everyone so i'm your host sharon
0: and i'm your host Neri.
1: Today is our last episode for
0: season two. Neri, how you doing? Oh my goodness. Having a little bit of time off. Yay! (laughs) We missed you guys already.
1: Yes. For our last season episode, we want to bring on a very massively popular person under the name Princess Jules. Mm. Julie Vu is a transgender activist, model, content creator, and entrepreneur. She has started her YouTube journey in 2013, where she shared her personal stories and documented her transition from male to female. She has been a spokesmodel for many brands like Sephora, Aritzia, Ikea, RW, Co, and much more. She's built a community online where she inspires and educates the larger community. So please welcome Julie Vu. Woo. Yay. Thank
2: you so much for having
1: me. Of course. You look beautiful.
2: Thank you. Just two hours of makeup. <laughs> no biggie. No biggie. <laughs> no bigs.
1: You look good. That's why you're in the limelight where Neri and I are not.
0: mundo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for being on the podcast.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah. We got to connect with Julie Vu through Instagram and she's very popular. So we're so happy.
2: Aww, thank you. It
1: went through. The
2: DMs went through. The DMs went through. I'm honored to be here.
1: So Julie, we wanted to start off, you know, by, since it's a ShareVan podcast, we highlight BIPOC stories, queer and trans stories. We wanted to touch on being trans and Asian, specifically Vietnamese. And, you know, how has that been growing up and the triumphs you have overcome?
2: Yeah, I guess being a child from Vietnamese descent, they're not very accepting, to be honest. Growing up it was really hard for me. I guess they're just very traditional and old school. So growing up, it was kind of difficult. We didn't know what being gay or even what trans meant. Um, It was hard. And they didn't accept me for a very long time, to be honest. So it was like a battle to get them on my side to accept me. And I always say like time is key and patience is everything. So um, it was difficult at first. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're not as accepting as, you know, the Western culture. And so it was a battle. Yeah. It was a battle.
1: I'm just curious, like, the Vietnamese community in Vancouver, has that changed for you? Like, I know there's Rice Cakes, which is, like, the Vancouver Asian Party. Have right. you sought out your Vietnamese
2: queer and trans community? Um, to be honest, not really. Um, I just, I guess I just feel very discouraged Mm -hmm. with my community and so I kind of just shied away from facing them because I had such a hard time with my family and I just felt like such a disgrace to the Asian race and Mm -hmm. so I kind of just did my own thing and I guess seeked out like refuge in other parts of the world I feel like right exploring different parts and just finding acceptance where I can Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. have you felt like you want to connect with other Vietnamese uh, within the community, um, but you know any of the queer community as well uh, that are Vietnamese.
2: Have you felt that need or desire at all? To be honest, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like being a trans person. I feel like it's very, it's very competitive. It's like every, it's almost like a like a race line that everyone's like, I need to be the most beautiful. I need to have the most surgeries, or I need to be the most passable, and. It gets a little toxic, to be honest. So I kind of just mm. keep to my own, mm-hmm. do what I like doing, dancing, creating content, and minding my own business. I would love to reach out, but I just feel like I don't know where that will get me.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, fair yeah. enough.
1: But you, you may not know, like, I think because, you know, we're going to touch on this, but with yeah. your YouTube channel, right. the community that you've built, you never know who are the Asian folks. Right. Maybe you're not reaching out directly, but I think you being so visible and yeah. providing that representation I'm sure, is helping many, many folks yeah. in the BIPOC community. So
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. And you may make some amazing new connections mm-hmm. after yeah. this gets released, and we hope so. Yes. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing. That was really yeah. great you are being vulnerable with
2: us. Yeah. I just feel like maybe, like, the Vietnamese culture, there aren't, like, a big community, mm-hmm. a big LGBT, I feel like, in Canada. Okay. And – I feel like it's frowned upon over in Vietnam. And I was just recently in Vietnam. I have, have. Mm -hmm. yeah, I was. I have something called passing privilege and I have to acknowledge that because when I'm in Vietnam, I feel like a lot of people don't know that I'm trans. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay.
2: And I get like less discriminated against. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah. If I was more visibly trans, I feel like I would be discriminated against more.
0: Yeah, I think
1: that comes with, like you said, the pressure to be, like, the most beautiful, yeah. and, like, yeah, I think that comes with beauty standards of women, right, there's yeah. always a certain way to right. look, and thank you for sharing the, you know, the passing privilege, and I think that comes with many identities, right, like, for right. myself, I can pass as straight, right. right, I don't face a discrimination if I were to have short hair, right. and, you know, present more masculine, so I think there are privileges we all have, right, right? Totally. so acknowledging that and sharing that is, is yeah, it's fine.
2: It's difficult because I want to advocate for my people, but then I have people telling me, well, you don't know what it's like to not pass. Mm. You don't struggle the way we struggle. Yeah, you may be trans, but you kind of don't get it. Mm. You don't face the things we face. When we go in the washroom, people look at us weird. When you go in the washroom, people probably don't think twice. Mm -hmm. And I have to keep that in mind and be mindful of that as well. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I think every person individual has...
2: We have our own battles
0: yeah. and our struggles on a day to day, you know, given what situation we're put in. So, yeah, as long as we respect that and acknowledge it, right. I think yeah. we're doing the right thing. I feel like we hit super hard real fast. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. We went, down we, went <laughs> we went down deep. So, we're going to pick it up a notch a little bit. Um, well, we're going to try to at least, but we are going to go down a bit <laughs> of a deep dive here, too. But, um, Yeah, we just were curious to find out, like, what age were you at where you figured, you know what, I actually, I want to transition. I feel ready. You know what I mean? Like, I feel this in my body, and I want to make that transition.
2: I guess growing up, I always knew that I was different. Mm -hmm. At a young age, you don't know what's right and what's wrong. You just are. Mm -hmm. And so growing up, I thought I was a girl until I got to a certain age where I'm like, okay, this is strange. This is weird. I'm looking in the mirror and I'm a boy and I like boys. What am I? Mm-hmm. Because all the other kids, you know, they like girls and they like boys. And that's when I knew something was wrong. But I kind of suppressed those feelings and trying to make my family happy. And... I guess at 19 years old in high school, that's when I really knew what the term transgender was. Back then, I didn't know what that meant. Mm -hmm. I was in the school library searching up stuff when I should be studying. Uh, Came across the term transgender, ran to my friend Kara and was like, oh my God, this is who I am. I'm transgender. She was accepting and I started my journey then. But I always knew I was different. Yeah. Ever since I was a child. Mm-hmm. I wanted long hair. Mm-hmm. I played with Barbies, my little pony. I just knew I was different. Yeah. And I knew, and I know that my parents knew, but they just would not accept it. Right, yeah.
0: Yeah, I know you shared with us, we spoke to you like last week and you're were, you were telling us about like your parents and their acceptance of it over the years, how it has changed now and also your YouTube videos have explained a lot mm-hmm. of that, which is awesome. Did you want to walk us through that a little bit if you feel comfortable uh, of how your mom and your dad have accepted or had their own battles as right. well? Right.
2: My parents separated when I was like 16 years old. My dad was kind of the hard one, the hard one to kind of win over. My mom was more lenient, but they were both very, just very close-minded and not accepting of the LGBTQ. My dad, I had to really sit down and have many conversations with him. Mm -hmm. He would say that I'm sick. You know, I'm not his child. I need to go to the doctors. This is not normal. Like, what's wrong with you? It was really, it was hard because not having your parents' support is so discouraging and so heartbreaking. And I feel like now that I've built a name for myself, I'm hardworking, I'm independent, he sees that and he's kind of overlooking that. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, maybe like you aren't so bad. Maybe you're nor- you are normal. And so it's been better. But the battle there was it was an uphill battle for sure. So fun, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are moments where I had to like escape my room from the window because my parents would be like I don't want you walking out the front door because we have friends over. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so that was hard. Yeah, of course. Like having that image of me like climbing out the window to like leave my house to go see my friends was so hard. Mm-hmm. But, you know, time is everything and now they've come around and they're very proud of me. It's great.
0: Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Look at you now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing yeah. big things. Yeah. With big people.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. I think that ties into like, there's two things I want to touch on. One was you sharing in high school And I think we were chatting off this, like, that's huge. Because, you know, we -hmm. won't say anyone's age, but it was back in the days (laughs) when you grew up in Surrey as well. I know we were saying, like, you know, I grew up in Surrey as well. And at that time, the only term that was thrown around was gay. Right. It was an insult. So I'm so happy that you found that. As an educator, that at that time, you found the term transgender in the library. Like, that's huge. Mm -hmm. I wonder, like, what was it? A book? Or what was it? I'm so...
2: It was online. Online, Like okay. researching. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I actually printed it out and, like, took the paper and ran to my friend in school. Oh. It was out of a movie. It was crazy.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It described everything that I was.
1: Mm. Wow.
2: Inside not matching the outside, like right. a nutshell. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: And I think, like, the the second part where you were saying, you know, your dad is coming around now because he sees all the, all mm-hmm. the amazing work you've mm-hmm. been doing. And I think that's so great. Right. And I also think that ties into, like, this thing that, like, queer and trans people feel of, of like, attaining excellence so that, like, our queerness right. is not something that our families have to right. be disappointed t- by. Right. Right? So I, I've, I think we've had that same narrative with all the guests. Like, right. they're all amazing achievers. And I think right. we all have this in common where we're like, we're going to do big things mm-hmm. so that our queerness or our transness doesn't get in the way. Like, it doesn't right. disappoint our families.
0: Right. But I think and also <clears throat> excuse me. Um uh just in the culture wise, I think yes. our parents in general, mm. regardless if we're queer or not, but they are like success is like the yes. biggest thing. One hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? One hundred percent. If you've made it mm-hmm. like yes. your number one kind of thing, right? Yeah. So I think there's such huge pressures in that regard as well with you name it, even like how you look. hmm what you're doing for work, where you go to school. I mean, to me, they're crazy. If I have a kid ever, do I want them to be successful in life? Yes. But if they're doing something they're passionate about, that's more important to me. Yeah. So we just, we also have to change that, change that narrative for the next generation that's growing up. In Indian culture, it's like, you got to be a doctor, engineer, Mm -hmm. what's the other crazy stuff? Lawyer. lawyer. You Mm -hmm. name it, you know, and if you haven't attained that, you're just like a... Yeah. Yeah. Use a five out of 10 <laughs> You're not a ten <laughs> you out of 10 Didn't quite make it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah. it's crazy, but we'll change. We hear, yeah, we'll yeah, change. are going to change that. that. Yeah. And everybody else listening, we're all going to collectively yep. do yeah. the good, right things to mm-hmm. set people on the right path. Our
2: kids, the next generation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I've been to Thailand a few times, and there's a huge trans community over there. Yes. But it's very segregated, right? So, successful transgender people are respected they're everything and people who aren't they're treated so poorly Mm -hmm. same in india yeah yeah they're working in bars on the streets not respected yeah but if you have a good job a news reporter whatever that is you're so respected so Mm -hmm. it's very segregated Mm -hmm. yeah like, yeah, in
0: Thailand, I've been there a few times, too. Yeah. Same, seen that. India, 100% seen that as well. Yeah. I'm sure there's many other countries that it's the same, right? Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately.
1: You know, touching on that, it just reminds us that we are so privileged to be in Canada. And, you know, we can be visible queer and trans on the streets. Like, our rights are respected in a certain way. What was the transitioning process like in Canada? Are the services good? Like, walk us through that maybe for some listeners who are thinking or some resources about that? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I transitioned 10 years ago and the process was pretty long. Mm-hmm. You had to go see a doctor and sometimes the waiting list would be so long because there's not many doctors that is focused in, you know, transitioning and gender. Mm-hmm. And so the process was you had to go on one year of real life experience and that meant that you had to dress the gender that you wanted to transition into. So I had to present as female for one full year, working at a job for one for one year, and sign off by my manager to say like Julie has been dressing as a woman for a year. She wow, is that's... comfortable now. So I guess they're trying to avoid people rushing transition okay. and feeling uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, you get the surgery and you wear a woman's clothing and you're like, oh wait, like I'm not comfortable. Okay. It's irreversible. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? So real-life experience, I had to go to the police station, get my fingers printed, just in case I'm not some criminal trying to get away with murder or something. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and then be on a waiting list to get the surgery. It was a long process, but to me it was worth it Yeah. because this was my life, and I wasn't going to wait, like, another day to be me. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like now – there's still like a waiting list. There's not many doctors who's educated. I feel like our healthcare system needs to step up their game, be educated, and learn more. I remember after coming back from my surgery, I had some complications. And I remember bleeding. Mm -hmm. And I went to the hospital. The doctor did not know what to do with me. And that was the scariest thing ever. I'm like, what now, doctor? Like, you don't know what you're going to do? Yeah. Like, I need help. Yeah. So oh definitely more education in our healthcare system.
0: Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Um, I, I I feel that, and I'm not too sure maybe you can confirm, but I feel like they have now made resource books, online at least, for people that are looking to transition. So from 10 years ago, I think it's changed a little bit um, mm. because I have a few – Friends that have transitioned and are are looking to transition, I should say, Mm -hmm. um, in the last few years, Um, and there has been good resources to a certain extent, but the waiting process is extremely long. It's extremely long. It's extremely long. Is it like
1: years? Are we talking about years? Months? I think it can be. It it can can be. be. It can be. I have
2: friends who are still on the waiting list to get surgery or to seek help because Mm. they're just overloaded.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I know that there's been a few struggles. Um,
2: and that can be very so. detrimental to someone who's struggling with gender dysphoria. Yeah. Yes. For me, I couldn't wait, like, a single day. It was either get on the table or die. Mm-hmm. As dramatic as that sounds,
1: yeah, yeah, it was serious. And that must have been really difficult at that time, like you were saying, 10 years ago, yeah. where doctors were not educated. And I feel like they're still not. Like, I think there's mm-hmm. a stat that says, like, 60% of queer and trans folks don't feel comfortable to tell their doctors their identity. Cause right, yeah. Fear A and B. They're like, they. What are they gonna do? Like, they don't really know. I always tell Neri about my family doctor. Uh, yeah, it's like an Indian horrible.
2: lady. And oh no.
1: When I told her, she was like, "I know a lot of lesbians." I was like, what? "I." Not She started. That. She was naming. I was like, "What is happening? Like, this is."
2: <laughs> Not Ellen, no. girl.
0: I know.
1: <laughs> she was like, "Ellen, we're good. <laughs> You're safe with me." And I was like, "I need a new doctor."
0: Yeah. <laughs> and have Run. you found one? Is a real
1: question. <laughs> no.
2: oh straight to jail yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that just shows like it must be so difficult even now Mm -hmm. even like we say we're blessed in Canada of course we are but like you said our doctors need to step up
2: absolutely yeah
0: yeah I know we also have like a really small percentage of doctors here too you know like there's not enough Mm -hmm. doctors or nurses etc in BC for sure
1: yeah
2: I believe there's only one doctor in Canada who performs the bottom surgery. Oh, wow. In Montreal. I'm not sure if that's the case still. Mm -hmm. I believe it is. Dr. Broussard in Montreal. Okay. That's That's where you went, right? That's where I went. Yeah. Interesting.
0: That's crazy to think Mm. about that there's one.
2: I know. So the waiting list is crazy. Yeah, fair enough.
0: Yeah. Well, let's hope there's more folks listening out there being like, I'm going to get my doctor degree. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Any doctors out there? Yes.
2: We need the surgery.
0: (laughs) help us out help us yeah i mean we're gonna transition into your creation of princess jewels and your youtube content yay Yay, princess jewels you've kind of shared your story and you have thousands of viewers thousands of subscribers i know you've been doing it for many years now but yeah how are you creating this content what's your mindset at and maybe you could share with the audience what kind of videos
2: you do share so they get a background and can click in and check Mm -hmm. you out yeah so Princess Jewels happened near the end of high school. I've always wanted to share my passion with makeup, acting, video creating. And I took it to YouTube because my parents were old school. Mm-hmm. It's like, go to school, come back home, you're in your room. That's it. I wasn't allowed to stay after school, extracurricular activities, play sports. No, it was straight to your room. And I kind of created a community online, I guess, just by sharing my, my life story, the things that I was into, makeup, creating funny skits.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I didn't see a lot of information about the LGBTQ community on YouTube. There was like a handful, but there weren't many. And when I started to transition, I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to document this. Because I couldn't find anything online about transitioning. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And I had a moment where I thought to myself, should I continue doing this? Should I go down this road and this path? A, it could be a good thing and help people and save lives. Or B, I can out myself and it can bring danger to me. Mm -hmm. Walking down the street, someone might recognize me and be like, hey, you're that trans girl on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Let's get her. But then I realized a lot of people out there do need help. And I just wanted to share my story, the raw, unedited surgeries before and after and everything that I was looking for that wasn't available
0: mm-hmm. yeah well, you, you cover everything the whole everything thing. yeah
2: day one day two post-op pre-op what do you need to know yeah. dilators we got it all no it's yeah. great
0: it's a great resource for so yeah. folks as well right to right. really understand um, mm-hmm. or somebody that may be looking at transitioning or has also been through it to be able to connect and resonate absolutely um, so yeah kudos to you for mm-hmm. doing that thank you
1: like you said, you were one of the first ones because you right. didn't see it. You didn't no. see this, so you started it in 2013. Is that when YouTube started
0: too? No. Oh, oh my God, oh. girl! YouTube's been <laughs> around for way longer. I don't know. Come on. A little longer, yeah. Yeah. long? <laughs> like another I think. 20, 20, years before I think. 2000. No. Yes. Come on. So who knows the answer to this? This is. Hey Siri,
2: what's what's yeah. the answer, girl? <laughs> I oh, don't know. Like
0: Instagram? No. No. Okay.
1: We're good.
2: I would say like maybe five years earlier. Yeah. Come on now.
1: Okay, wait. I wasn't that late
0: to that the game. Tr- was I? You wait. What are you guys saying? YouTube started when?
1: 20, like 2010.
2: Wait, I didn't start in 2013. No, did
1: I say it in 2013? Yeah, I did. No, I didn't.
2: When did I start YouTube? How much are we betting?
1: Folks, when did YouTube start? 2005. 2005. 2005. Is that the answer? That's the
0: answer. Yes. Is that the answer?
1: That's the answer. What's the answer?
0: It was registered 2005, February 14th, Valentine's, Valentine's Day.
1: Oh my god! Wait, no. I when did I
0: start YouTube? 2013.
1: That's what it says. But
2: you tell us. You tell us, girl. Did it say 2013? No, it's 2005. 2005. I think I started 2010, Mm. but I've been on there for 13 years. Yes. There we go. So I'm not too far off. Yeah. Too far off. Too far off.
1: Love it. And I think you're talking about, like, the community you've built. Yeah. That's, that's huge, because I know, like, you know, you right. posted recently about your last video, which was taking time away from YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, Neri and I were going through all the comments, and they're like, we've been with you since your first video. Oh, my
2: goodness. Yeah. So
1: how has that been, like, creating this massive community online? And yeah,
2: and just leaving everyone. You're just, <laughs> Bye, guys. Good luck. <laughs> I, I mean, how long do did my people job. want
1: to see you on Princess
2: Jules? Need to know. I'm like this is not cute. the Kardashians. I can't just go on for much longer, guys. <laughs> um, it was funny because last night after the show, I went to Cactus Club and the server was like, "Oh my god, I used to watch you on YouTube all the Aww. time." And I was like, mm. "It was really sweet." I still get messages and comments of people message- messaging me saying, "Wow, like I'm getting surgery in ten days. Mm-hmm. Your videos have been so helpful. I appreciate everything you're doing. It's very heartwarming to know that you can make a difference in someone's life."
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but with that also comes with the negativity. I still get death threats on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I still have my YouTube app, so comments will randomly pop up throughout the day. Just a reminder, oh. be like, You suck, you're gonna die or whatever. So um beyond social media, you gotta have thick skin. Yes. Totally. For sure. Yeah. I know people wanna be social media influencers and content creators. I know that's
0: that's a thing. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Well Sharon was saying, as an educator, she asks the kids, hey. What do you want to be? And she's like, YouTubers.
2: I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm like, yeah,
1: kids. But well, I teach kindergarten. What do you want to be when you grow up? They're like, YouTubers
2: It's like, first of all, stop coming from my gig <laughs> be something else. There's yeah. enough of us. Thank you. I was joking. I was joking
1: yeah and i think like for them because they see little kids on it which yeah. is great if that's what you want to do i know Neri was saying she has like a little
0: 11 year old nephew that's like editing has like thousands of followers oh. and i'm like yeah damn, damn that's so good good for you and also to like just learn at home yeah and to be boom boom pal but uh, yeah like, this generation of kids is just so fast
1: yeah they it's want good. that fast fame that fast life and maybe you can touch on that like what is it Because social media is a double-edged sword. We know that. Of course. What is it like to be a full-time social media influencer?
2: I feel like it's not for everyone. People see how cool it is, but people don't really see the hard work that you put into it. Like daily posting and you always constantly have to be creative and think outside the box and deal with haters and hate comments. It could really affect your Mm self-esteem. And it's not built for everyone. It really isn't you got going to have really thick skin, and I have gone through that. You know, I've been depressed. I've um, deactivated my accounts many times mm-hmm. to step away from it. I've spiraled out of control. It's It can get really dark Yeah. with the death threats every single day. Yeah. That is a lot. you got going to have thick skin. Yeah. And two pounds of makeup. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> with your videos, was it all you? Like, I know yeah. you were sharing your Princess Jewels videos. You it's did the all, editing. It's
2: all me, and people don't. believe that like till this day yeah like you do everything i do everything wow i am a triple threat honey be careful um i just like it i guess i was recently on a trip and i pulled up my drone and people were like it's your drone who's flying this drone i'm like me they're like oh you're not just beautiful but you can fly a drone i'm like yes excuse me (laughs) (laughs) but yeah
0: well, good for you. Yeah, we were just saying we're like when we were looking at your videos together doing research on you, mm. um we're like, "Oh, she must have a team. Yeah. Like these that... videos look so good." <laughs> yes. And low and behold, thinks.
2: that's why everyone thinks Yeah. I work for hotels I'm like, "Oh, you hired like a like someone to fly the drone." I'm like, "No, that's all me." That's right. amazing. Mm. Yeah. That's how YouTube's for.
0: Yeah. Yeah. i mean that's what i'd be looking at yeah. how to fly a drone <laughs>
2: self-taught the first time i flew into a tree so it's not always glamorous <laughs> fair enough no yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i think that's like important for kids like the next generation to know that right everyone wants that fast fame oh right. how many followers and right we're not any type of influencers but we have a instagram page for a podcast and yeah it does you know? get like oh my god we have more listeners and remembering that like okay slow down whoever it helps it helps like right. we don't need to have a million followers to feel like right. we are impacting folks lives with this podcast and I think with yourself with YouTube you were on for how many years you were saying
2: 13 years 13 years yeah. wow yeah it's crazy like people have grown with me my family They're like oh my god your little sisters are so big now Aww. and sometimes it's so weird because they know so much about my life and I don't know anything about theirs. Because yeah. so when they come up to me like, how's your little sister? I'm like, oh, wait, I forgot. Like, I shared my whole entire yeah. life on online. So. Yeah. It's not for everyone, though, I yeah. think. You know, everyone can have a camera, everyone can film stuff, but it's the quality of content that you create. And if it resonates with people. Yes. Cool.
1: Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Um, I think when you were saying that you now make um, videos about travel content. Mm-hmm. It's still under Princess Jewels, but where did that yeah. switch come from now focusing more on travel content? Yeah,
2: I feel like my journey on YouTube was kind of an era. You know, I documented my surgeries and, and my transition, but after undergoing all the surgeries, I've shared everything. Being on YouTube for 13 years, what can I talk about now? You know, I've talked about everything under the sun. And now I'm just focusing on my life and what I'm passionate about. I feel like at the end of the day, my life is just me focusing on the now and what I'm passionate about. So right now it's traveling, dancing, Mm -hmm. you know, minding my own business. I don't have to hang out with like the super popular kids and and all that. I'm just, I'm good, baby. Like I'm good doing me and doing things I love. And... Seeing the world, because life is so short.
1: Mm-hmm. Seems like you're in a new era. New era yeah. of Julie Vu. Yes.
2: Yeah. Leave me alone era. Yeah. World tour, let's go. <laughs> world
0: tour to see where I'm going. Yeah. And yeah. leave me the peep alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I know you were saying that we were talking to... Um, before you were stating that like you have to connect with i guess the tourism boards and so forth yeah. to, to get out there and i mm-hmm. guess for help for they, they can also help promote you as well uh, to yeah. a certain extent and then you're promoting the country which is super cool mm-hmm. if anybody yeah. wants to be a travel blogger don't bug julie vu because she not. wants to be left alone okay yeah <laughs> don't be a travel blogger
2: <laughs> yeah. save those thoughts for me thank you <laughs> <laughs> go on youtube <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's really cool that you transitioned that. Where are some of the places that you've traveled to in the last little bit here?
2: Um, I've been to Thailand, Vietnam, Japan, yeah. India, UK, Mexico. Wow. Just a little bit around
0: Yeah, And those are all like travel documented on oh, YouTube? Yes,
2: on YouTube you find a lot of Indian ones. Those okay. are blew up. The India ones? I've seen those. Yeah, I was yeah. watching that. I was like, cool. Yeah, Transgender in India series. <laughs> yeah, we saw that. We saw that. Oh. Yes yeah those ones really blew up very
0: good i think it's time for just a bit of a break so we'll return after this short message
1: share vancouver is a registered charity for lgbtq 2s plus south asians their friends and families in metro
0: vancouver bc share vancouver aims to reduce the alienation and discrimination of people experiencing sexuality gender and coming out issues through a
1: variety of services Learn more by visiting ShareVancouver.com today. Welcome back. We are here with Julie Vu. For the second half, we want to touch on your many milestones. So we wanted to start off with Deja Vu, beauty brand. Tell us all about it.
2: I have been in the beauty industry for quite some time. My first job was at MAC Cosmetics. Mm -hmm. And so I've always loved makeup and... I guess I've always dreamed of having my own beauty brand and I couldn't find like one beauty brand that had everything that I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to create my own and that's where Deja Vu Beauty came from.
1: Wow. And
2: I'm so proud of it.
1: What? Where's the inspiration for the name?
2: So I didn't want like Julie Vu makeup
1: mm-hmm. because I'm
2: not, you know, Beyonce or <laughs> Rihanna. So yet <laughs> I wanted my last name in it but oh, not my full name oh. it's very catchy very catchy yeah. so, and i like yeah. the word play on it for yeah sure. so deja vu beauty yeah so oh, you I know my it. last name's in there but it's not like in your face julie makeup yeah but. i
1: love that i didn't that didn't even click in for me yeah you just said so, that, yeah
2: first thing i saw is like <laughs> oh, oh this is God. so
0: great this yeah. is so brilliant
2: yeah uh-huh. deja yeah. vu beauty
1: yeah I maybe mean, you could tell us some of the products because i know yes. some of the names are so funny like
2: Send nudes,
1: eyeshadow palette, or hot girl stunner. I'm wearing hot it right girl now stunner. if you guys want oh. it. Discount oh, code oh, VIP20. Oh. oh, thank <laughs>
2: Shameless you. Shameless plug. <laughs> Do all the plugs. Yeah, tell yes. us more about the
1: products.
2: I start off with lip glosses and then eyelashes mm. and then eyeshadow, blushes, makeup brushes. And oh, yeah, they're vegan, cruelty-free, love vitamin that. E for everybody, all races, all genders.
1: Amazing. We'll definitely highlight your products when uh, we drop this episode. Yay. Yeah.
0: For sure. I mean, you also were able to s- collaborate with Sephora in 2019.
2: Yes. Which is so huge. Yes.
0: That's amazing. Yes,
2: absolutely. How did that come about? I guess they reached out to me, and I guess they were trying to diversify their campaigns. Mm-hmm. And that was, it was a very heartwarming period because growing up I didn't see anyone like me on billboards or let alone a beauty campaign yes. you know, I've been taught that the LGBTQ is bad and we're not ever going to be successful or go anywhere in life yeah so to have the opportunity land on my doorstep was so eye-opening and heartwarming totally and huge yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Was, like, it's huge it was a very big campaign in 2019 and it's a campaign that's still running we belong to something beautiful Amazing. Where they highlight, yeah. you know, different races, sizes, and everyone.
0: Okay. Very Were you interested. on billboards? Were you? I was, oh, yeah. yeah. I remember that. I nice. remember seeing an ad for
2: that. All over Canada. Yeah.
0: Wow. Train
2: stations, buses, Zero. TV, Snapchat. It was everywhere. I didn't realize how big it was. Yeah. I would have been like, guys, pay me a little bit more then. You
0: must get people recognizing you all the time whenever you're mm. out and about, hey? Yeah.
2: Yeah, here and there.
0: Yeah. yeah, like five minutes like a casual. day. Just like casual. Yeah. Five uh, minutes a day, no biggie. Just a little bit. I'm like lucky if somebody says hi to me. I'm going <laughs> no stop. It. No, hashtag Vancouver people.
2: Hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hashtag Vancouver people. Don't want to say hi. Don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Jokes. I love Vancouver, though. I'm a total
2: Vancouver, right?
1: But yeah, congrats on that. That's Thank huge. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just so grateful that, you know, people can see themselves, I guess, mm-hmm. in me
1: yeah and it's really changing now would you say changing absolutely yeah the changes in the beauty industry makeup industry 10
2: years ago you would never find a trans person on a beauty campaign or even a boy Mm -hmm. but now you know it's so inclusive and diverse and I love it I love where we're headed
0: we were fortunate to also have Shana Azad she's local based as well from Surrey that uh, does makeup as well and she's Mm -hmm. pretty cool too yeah. They did a palette as well, right?
1: Yeah, for yeah. Pride. For Pride. Ooh. Do you find that people reach out to you only in Pride for Sephora? Have have folks reached out to you throughout the year, past Pride yeah. month? People okay. have reached That's out great. to
2: me throughout the year, but it's mainly Pride because I feel like it's like a niche, mm-hmm. I guess.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, because you did an advert for uh, Ikea as well, which is also Yes, for huge. Pride. Yeah, for Pride. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. You saw that. Yeah, so. Listeners,
1: reach out to us more than just June and August.
2: Right. Come Please. on. We're every day. Every day. <laughs> Stop trying 20, to just 24-7. Yeah. Take a box.
0: Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We want to talk about, you know, going to Thailand and you representing Canada and the world's yes. largest transgender beauty pageant yes. called Miss International Queen. Yes. What was that like? Oh. And walk us through that pageant because I didn't even know it existed.
2: Oh. Yeah. So while I was transitioning, I did some research about everything. Mm -hmm. beauty makeup how to live how to eat how to breathe this is new to me you know Mm -hmm. how do I be a woman um and I came across this beauty pageant called Miss International Queen at that time it just seemed so out of reach Mm -hmm. I remember being in my cousin's room and I was sitting on her floor and I was like oh my god look at this pageant and at that time there was a Canadian I think she's from Vancouver actually her name is Jenna Takalova Mm -hmm. and she represented she was the first one that represented Canada And I turned to my cousin and I told her, I'm like, I'm going to be on the stage one day. Wow. Let alone six years later, I was on that stage representing Canada. Amazing. Something about manifesting things. Yeah. For me, it just, I don't know, it always works when I manifest things. Yes. Being on a pageant, becoming a woman, getting beauty campaigns, like you just got to manifest it. You got to believe it, Mm -hmm. put it out in the universe and it will prevail. Mm -hmm. I didn't really have any pageant experience but I knew that I wanted to be on that stage to represent my community and my people. Mm -hmm. And so I did practice and I had to learn and I won Canada and then I went to Thailand. And it was a great experience being there with all the other trans women from all around the world. Yeah. Yeah. What a great
1: pageant that even, that exists. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's
2: important to have space for us. You know, there's Miss Universe and there, there was that whole controversy about biologically born females only and so having our own pageant is really nice mm-hmm. for me to be honest my well the goal was to win but it yeah. wasn't the biggest thing on my list I could leave and not win and be happy mm-hmm. it was just being on that stage with all of my other sisters and to hear their stories mm-hmm. was really beautiful
1: that must have been really powerful to see other trans women from across, around the world yes
2: it was because you can really connect with them Mm -hmm. it's very relatable yeah um and at first when I thought about this pageant I'm like oh my god it's gonna be very catty you know (laughs) trans girls like I don't know like this is gonna be a lot of hair pulling a lot of (laughs) sabotage but it wasn't shockingly it wasn't it was more of a sisterhood We were all so happy for each other. There were so many tears. We're all there to to support each other. It was actually so uplifting, I have goosebumps. But Mm. yeah, I'm still friends with them till this day. Amazing. Yeah. They just crowned, actually, yesterday, the winner. Oh. Um, Miss Netherland. Yes. Wow. Cool. We'll have to Ah. check that out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Very good. Amazing. Mm -hmm. We'll add some photos, like when you send us photos in the YouTube
0: video. Yes. Yes. My wave. Hello.
2: Julie (laughs) Good Canada. Well, we see that
0: you also have a a deep passion and love for Bollywood Mm -hmm. and Bollywood dancing. And you did an amazing number on the Nura Ali dance as well. Yes. Where did your passion and creativity come with that aspect of really kind of chiming into the East Indian kind of boom?
2: I grew up in Surrey. So I I went to Enver Creek Secondary School. A lot of my friends were Punjabi. And... I was familiar with it. I was familiar mm. with the culture. I would go after school to my friend's house, and their moms would make me food. You know, Auntie G was so nice. Love it. Veggie pakora, my favorite. <laughs> so good. But my ex was actually Indian, and so he introduced me a lot to his culture. Mm-hmm. And I guess when you're with someone, you want to learn everything about their culture, immerse yourself, and they teach you, and you learn. And my first music video that I saw was Nagara Sangdol" mm. in the movie Ram Leela. And that music video changed my life. It literally changed my whole entire life. I was like, it was crazy. My eyes like opened wide. I'm like, oh, but this is so amazing. The colors, the Mm. music, the culture. It's so rich and beautiful. And I just wanted to celebrate it.
1: Yeah.
2: And be a part of it. Well, speaking of, you just did a performance
0: yesterday. We were just talking about that earlier during our break here. Yeah. Is it going to be on
2: YouTube or like will it be showcased anywhere? I think they're going to send me like the full video. But I do, like, have a little snippets and stuff of it. Friends okay. were there to support me. It's on my Instagram stories so if you guys want to check it out later. Me dancing and killing it. <laughs> pop, pop. Pop, <laughs> pop. Pop, pop, pop.
0: Okay. And what was the school that you were dancing with that they were highlight- highlighting Bollywood divas, you were yes. saying?
2: Shamak. Shamak. Yes, yes. Shamak. Yeah, they're pretty big, right? They're yeah, they're big. They're around. yeah, they're around. They're around. they're the world. So I'm just very grateful that they've opened their doors and given a space for me to dance and include me. Being mm-hmm. a non-Indian, it's very nerve-wracking. I was the only Southeast Asian person there. There's a pressure. Mm-hmm. Everyone's performing, and then like I'm the only one, and they expect a lot out of me, and I want to be the best, and I want to represent the best to my abilities. And so I hope I make everyone proud and kill it.
1: I'm sure you killed it.
2: I saw your other videos. I was like, I see you with the moves, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's the hair flip for me, girl. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: And we're gonna have you for Daisy Q. Yes, I'm excited.
2: I gotta go home, think of a song, yes. practice in my room, and kill it for you guys.
1: Yes, we're ready for you.
2: Yeah, Nora's gonna come out. Oh, the Nora's <laughs> Actually, coming out. Yeah, Nora's gonna oh. come out. Love it. I have a, my own Hindi name that I gave myself. Oh my can't wait. Are you gonna reveal it? Are you guys ready? Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna reveal it. Leela. Favorite movie, Ram Leela. Leela. Yeah. Beautiful, mystical, nice. elegance. Leela. You've encapsulated it. Boom. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know how they say with an yeah. Indian accent.
0: They're like, Lila. Hello. Lila. <laughs> <Yeah. Leela." laughs> <laughs> I always have to you. add something in there to just take yeah. the mix. So. Don't Namaste.
2: Mind. My name is Leela. <laughs> You know more Hindi than I do. Thoda yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow.
1: I mean, you grew up in Surrey, so this is yes. this is expected, yeah. right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> True.
1: No, but we love that, you know, you're embracing the Indian culture, and, yeah. like, you really rock it. Your dance moves are amazing. Right. And we're excited to see you at DCQ. Yay.
2: Yeah. Ooh.
1: And I know we are wrapping up here, but for our listeners here, we would love to know, like, what are your upcoming projects? What are some ways we can
2: look forward to? Yeah. Follow me on social media, Miss Julie Vu, Princess Jewels. But... New products coming out for Deja Vu Beauty. Wow. And okay. as much as I like to be in front of the camera, I also like to be behind the camera. So I might be producing you know, some short films and stuff in the future. You wow. heard it here first. Head up, Bavish. Yeah. Bavish, a videographer. Yeah, <laughs> new side of Miss Julie Vu, a creative side, mm. storytelling. Wow. Mm-hmm. Love that. Hopefully more dance performances. Make it in Bollywood someday. Manifesting. Manifesting. Nope, manifesting. It's gonna be It's recorded. It's gonna be here forever now. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) You heard it here first.
1: Love
0: it. Sweet. (laughs) Well, since we are at a wrap, you want to show your handles where people can reach out to you or also follow you and watch you and everything
2: else in between. Mm -hmm. Please shoot those off for us on YouTube, Princess Jewels, Twitter, Instagram. It's Miss Julie Vu, and in the future, it's Lila in Bollywood. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh okay well perfect it's the we, confidence for me yes you own it You're but following. i'll just know you as lilla Lila. <laughs> yeah. i'm like i'm like the the auntie in the band in india okay <laughs> so that's my punjabian where it comes from i love that oh uh,
2: yeah to you want to auntie yeah. yeah i'm here yeah. Lila. you need to record that and send it to me okay, it'll be the intro it'll be the intro of the performance <laughs> Y'all come out like, Ooh. Well, I guess,
0: yeah. Since we now officially <laughs> are in a wrap, we're all going to say bye on three. Thank you for joining us, Julie Vu. It was a pleasure. So
1: good.
0: Looking good, rocking the house, doing big things. Please look out for what she's going to be offering soon. Julie, Lila, <laughs> dun, dun, double mix on three, two, one. Bye. 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 You've been listening to the Share Vancouver Podcast with Sharon and Neary,
1: brought to you by Share Vancouver and generously sponsored by City of Vancouver Cultural Services, Tell us, Van City, and Envision Financial. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the guests only and do not necessarily reflect the views, policy, or position of Share Vancouver. Remember to like, share,
0: and leave a review. And follow us on Instagram at ShareVanPodcast.